0: You are listening to the culture radio only on the culture. You are listening to the culture radio only on the culture. You are listening to the culture radio only on the culture. You are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture. Only on The Culture, you are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture, you are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on the culture, you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture, you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture, you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture, you are listening to the culture radio. Only on The Culture, you are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture, you are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture, you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture, you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture, you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture, you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture, you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture, you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture, you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture, you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture, you are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture.
1: You are listening, to. Okay, good morning. It's another Saturday, and one of my favorite places is to be here talking to anybody who wants to keep hoping that we end up doing the right thing. It's a trek like life. We just have to keep working at it. The day we give up, we might as well just lie down and put a flower on our hand and just let people walk past us. So anyway, I never give up hope. It's not an eternal optimist, just very stubborn. So this week, when I was thinking about this, I put my title for this week's podcast as My, 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 Pledges Made, Pledges Broken. As the Donald gets closer to this, he just gets a sternal look on his face. I guess he wants people to think he's serious. He is a serious case. And the my, my, my came because I'd seen some videos when people are going back and reminding you, I don't need reminders of what this man is like. So I remember how he said, my generals, my Negro, my Hispanic, you know, uh, like, wow, I've got one. Must be some of them like me. Anyway, he even appeared, I think, over this weekend at one of the Hispanic get togethers in Florida. Which, again, as I've explained to all of you, when he goes down to Mar a Lago or any of his clubs, we end up footing the bill for about almost a million dollars a day. So, wouldn't you be happy to sit there and see a man sit here on his elbows at a table like this, like a big lapdog? Man is uh, a piece of work. So, till we get past this election arrest, I am encouraged. Uh, Things that make me understand that the public recognizes what happened. When he won in 2016, he wasn't the only one amazed because the day after he won, there was that huge group of people who turned out in the streets. Same people who were sitting on their ass and not going out and vote because they were apathetic And it didn't matter, and Hillary would win, and blah, blah, blah. It matters. It matters. And now when he understands that you know more about it, and he saw what happened in 2018, he's trying to pull out every stop he can. He wants to put a justice on the court. I can tell you. Remember I said I filed with the Federal Election Commission, and as far as I'm concerned, I have positively proven that he broke the rules when he was running, so therefore he's an invalid president. I've tried to send this to all these people who were so flabbergasted that when he got in office, they tried figuring out what are we going to do with him instead of do we really have to let him stay here? So because of what's happening with the justice that he wants to put on the court, and the funny thing is, normally if you'd be appealing to a court and you put a justice on the court, they have an interest. They're supposed to recuse themselves. Now think about that, because Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and whoever else he puts on, the three of them should recuse themselves, which would mean you'd have six justices left that, you'll pardon my Brooklyn attitude, they should hang his ass. Because the ones that he hopes are going to save him really have no right to be judging his case. That's like saying, I just hired a judge and we're going to go in front of him and he's going to give me the decision I want. So when it comes to pledges made and pledges broken, I go back to, he made a pledge when he signed that thing to register to run for president. That was for 2016. And by the way, as I have pointed out to people that I've been sending this to, because uh, all these literate, brilliant people out there, I've spelled it out. I said, the man did this. Why are you worried about you can't impeach him, you can't do that, he's going to do this? In fact, understanding how he works and other people do, when I keep hearing him talk about uh, ballots and illegitimate rigging, I'm figuring someplace in some little shop in Russia or some little shop that he has somewhere around, he's printing up all these ballots that look like Pennsylvania or Virginia or something, and then he'll just get all those ballots dropped off on the doorstep of his postmaster general. I cannot wait till we vote him out, and that's what it takes, as I've said. As I said, I was really feeling better Uh, when people woke up just after he was elected and they were all out in the streets like, how could this be? Because you were too lazy. Uh, Freedom isn't free. You've got to do your part. 2018, when they voted strong, to quote a Donald Trump word, strongly to give us a Democratic House of Representatives. And now I hope we're going to get enough to make the Senate ours. It's only going to happen if we go out. As I've said, unless you live in a bad climate, and if you're a person who has problems, get a neighbor. Well, get a neighbor you know who can't move that well. Drive them to the polls. Help them. Stand there holding their hand. If you have to spend a few hours, what is your freedom worth? So, I'm going to be helping during the polls also. My alter ego has told you she has, during countless elections, helped. When it came to phone banks or sitting there, and I understand they've got a shortage, uh, I'll be comic relief for them. I'll I'll see if they want me to be in the polling places, and I'll help people log in. Anyhow, in Virginia, and I forget the other state that just started early voting, they had lines that were tremendous, and people wearing their mask, keeping a decent maybe two or three feet. You know, you get tired, you move a little. But they had their masks on and they were out in the fresh air so I advise any of you usually early voting like here in Florida we got a week of early voting from the Saturday to a Saturday so we've got eight days to get our butt down there to vote early so even if they send you a ballot even if you called for an absentee ballot why take the chance that it's not gonna get processed timely And I'll be talking about some of what's going on. Governor Scott, former Governor Scott in Florida here, who to me is just another criminal, he just introduced a bill because he's now Senator Scott. He doesn't have enough money to stay home. So he wants us to continue to support him for his life and for him to make sure he gets the breaks that nobody takes any money away from him. Never enough when you're, you know, like that. So he just put a bill in, you can check it out, and the bill is to say, and this is in our federal government, to say that on you cannot count any ballots anywhere in the country till after the end of election day. Now that's stupid, because in a lot of places they're getting millions of ballots coming in. And processing them and separating them and giving the final tally later It only makes sense. You don't sit around and then at one day kill yourself maybe making mistakes. So, because a lot of states have handled a lot of ballots and they do a good job. Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, he's becoming another one of my unspoken heroes because he is speaking. He came out and he's been at these hearings and he said the other day, we constantly check on it. We have no voter fraud. He did reiterate that we do have Russians interfering and we can only hope that we have enough dedicated government employees that are working in the cyberspace and the rest of it to keep them from having their objectives. Remember, they had a great practice run. They did a good job in 2016. So now they've got some talent. They know it better. They probably feel and they may have some new equipment. You know, if uh, Trump didn't pay for it, because he doesn't pay for anything, Putin, I'm sure, wouldn't mind wasting a few bucks, because, as I've told you before, a few billion dollars spent to back the Donald is cheaper than a whole new weapons system that he'd have to build. So anyway, Governor Scott's bill says that you shouldn't be counting any ballots till the election day, the actual election day, is finished. Then you start counting the mail-in ballots. But in his bill, he only wants to give you 24 to maybe 48 hours, which is not enough time in some places to process this. I doubt that his bill will get passed, because to be a real bill, it has to not just go through the Senate, but the House has to approve it. And I'm sure the Democrats will not approve that. So we won't even have to worry about our supposed president signing it. So be aware of what's going on out there. There's an interesting group, and I only say this because I had a nice day, uh, had a chance to get together with my sister, and my brother-in-law, and a couple of other family members. Not a big get together, but it's nice when you can see each other. A few generations. And my brother-in-law, his name is Ted. And I remember that there's an organization out there, you can look it up, called TED. I think it stands for Technology and Engineering and Design, or something like that, or Technology Environment and Design. They've been around for a bunch of years. They have what they call TED Talks. If you look them up, it's kind of interesting. You could attend some of them. They have them in different areas when they hold them. But it's people who have knowledge and understanding in different areas, so they try and do subjects to help people know more about what's going on in our world. That's why it occurred to me, because I was eating with Ted yesterday. So, then, Mr. Trump, and a lot of this doesn't get noticed, because there's so much going on. First two years, other than passing the bill, that gave a ton of money to the richest people. No infrastructure bill, (coughs) when he had a whole Republican Congress, both houses and him he could assign any infrastructure the great builder why didn't he start an infrastructure project to impress us before covid was there he was too busy doing what i've tried to tell everybody about setting up the ways that he can grab the pots of money coming out of the treasury so some of it ends up in his pockets so the this year last year he gave about $28 billion to farmers because a lot of them would have gone out of business. Some of them have. So to make sure that doesn't happen, because that might be serious enough that people would see we're more in a recession than just because of the unemployment numbers of how many people are unemployed. Well, in this year, he gave another $19 billion. So it was $28 billion last year, $19 billion this year, And again, it's from these tariffs. He collected the extra money that went in the Treasury, and he's spending it to bribe people. And it's not taking away from the money that's in the federal budget in the Treasury. That's our money from the regular taxes, which he's taking chunks of as he goes along. So another 19 billion. That's a lot of damn money that he's given the farmers to keep them from totally collapsing so we don't notice it anyway then mr trump actually transferred nearly two million just millions not billions takes the small change too. two million dollars from his 2020 campaign because whether you know it or not on the day he got in the white house in january of 2017 he immediately registered to run for 2020 No doubt, he's going to run. He's not going to be a one-term president. Uh, If it happened, and he did win, let me just register for the next one and keep this thing going as long as I can get money out of this piggy bank. So anyway, and that's why I've said, since he registered so early, those laws of not soliciting from foreign countries, entities, companies, or people made him open for that understanding for all the years he's been there because he registered and he's under those laws and rules there are many times during the last three plus years that he has solicited the impeachment that happened in the house with the ukraine he it's obviously from all the testimonies that were taken sworn testimony that he implored that government to help him. So again, as far as I'm concerned, if he wins, he's invalid anyway. Somewhere along the way, usually in our country, justice catches up with criminals. We'll see when it does with him. So now, Jared, so you wouldn't think the guy is sleeping, because as I've tried to explain before, Jared's this younger generation computer literate and the rest of it more so it doesn't mean us old folks don't understand computers but he's a guy who had money and did trading and the rest of it like a lot of people with wealth so imagine that you live in washington in a multi-million dollar house and your father-in-law is the president so when you know he's going to wake up one morning and make a rant about i'm going to put a tariff on this or something on that You can't tell me that he doesn't know what position he wants to take in the market, because he knows when the president says that, the market's going to fall or go up. But, among other things, Jared, from his father and his family, they have a lot of real estate. They have a place that I think is either called Kushner Village or whatever it's called, over on the east side of Manhattan. These are buildings that have been there. I have an idea which one it is, but it's a big complex of apartment buildings. So what they did was they invested in buying this complex of buildings. They were built around the 1900s, you know, sound brick buildings. But what they did was as soon as they invested, since it's in Manhattan and it's near one of the rivers on the east side of Manhattan, they decided to file for a permit. To put penthouses on top of the buildings because these are regular apartments of different sizes in the rest maybe nothing too fancy with balconies because they were built solid in the old days just straight up and down so anyway he put in for permits to build penthouses on top of these so now you get people who have a lot of money can put a penthouse on top of the building where in an area where you are you've got great views But he didn't get completion of what he did because part of getting the permits in these old buildings was retrofitting them with sprinkler systems. I'm sorry to go into these details, but you have to understand how these people play these games. So they keep money, and you might be unsafe, no matter how much money you have, if you're in something they did just to make money. So anyway, some of the tenants are suing them, because before you can live in a building or a house or whatever in all jurisdictions in the United States, basically, you need what's called a certificate of occupancy to protect us from danger, ourselves or whoever may do it. When you buy a house or you move into a building, a building cannot have people in it unless the jurisdiction that it's in has certified that it can be occupied. That's what a certificate of occupancy is. If you had to rebuild it, if you had to take care of something that was weak or crumbling, and they said, no, you can't live in it till you fix this. So some of the tenants who know well enough, they've been suing him, that we don't have to pay you rent. And he's suing them because they're not paying rent. But they're saying, you've got these sprinkler systems in the hallway that you've added. There are no sprinkler heads in there. There's no water dripping out. So what is it connected to? So he keeps saying, oh, no, no, we had it, and blah, 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 because there are a lot of rules. Houses built, I think, in New York City before, I forget if it's 1938 or 1940 or so, did not need CFOs at that time. They were still under some of the old tenement laws, because New York has some of the oldest housing laws in the country. So anyway, they're going up and back, but obviously they haven't completed the stuff, but they want people to continue to pay their rent, even though the buildings are not technically safe. And including some of them where they've added the penthouse on, there are people who have cracks in their walls and other things because I guess it wasn't done right, and it may be structurally unsound. So these are the people that we're paying that are technically working in our federal government, as an advisor to the Donald, yet they're making all this money on the side because they have a little more power so people find it harder to argue with them. So that's just a little bit on Jared. There are a ton of things I could tell you. But, Jared said the other day, when... People were having problems with, you know, they don't have enough money, they're not employed, you know, this thing with the extra six hundred dollars that's not being passed. And remember, I just told you that they gave twenty-eight billion to the farmers last year, nineteen billion this year. They're dickering up and back about whether they want to pass this bill for the average person to maybe have six hundred bucks. Now, don't get me wrong. It caused problems. A state like Florida, where the average wage is low for the average worker, uh, $600 was enough that a lot of people didn't want to go back to work if they would ask them, because they were making more, and it wasn't taxable, generally speaking. And that's not necessarily true, but we don't have to get into the tax details. So a lot of employers found that if you went into that program these payments the people didn't want to come back to work because they were making more in their pocket without spending anything than coming back to work and working takes all kinds to make a world folks so jared was talking about it and he was talking about that in new york and other places they need this they need that because state and local governments cannot run a deficit and because of the expense of this covid battle that we're going through they've run through their what they call rainy day funds that they accumulate so that if they need some extra money they've realized from the past that you build it up the bigger cities bigger states build up billions the smaller ones maybe millions or hundreds of thousands so they've run through it because when you're constantly battling a disease and you got this high occupancy rate but nobody's paying maybe medicare is paying something So you're not getting the funds in and yet you're trying to pay people but you're not collecting because subways and buses don't have your regular riders on it. You're not getting enough money but you have all the drivers and the maintenance expenses. So the state and local governments, and that's a brief explanation of it, have been arguing for months now that they need support. Forget about giving all these millions and billions to these companies because those companies make their money when they sell their goods to us. They don't have to produce anything. They could sit there and kind of take a semi-holiday. But when the people are working and the state and local governance don't have enough money, they can't write a check or float something to pay everybody. And Jared said, he said, well, yeah, they're suffering, but that's their problem. We're paying this man to be in our federal government, and just like we're paying the Donald, and I've argued this with a lot of people that I have respect for, that are intelligent and the rest of it, and everybody, because of the propaganda that's out there, because Trump, the brilliance of the man is to point in another direction, or they're all picking on me, or look what those guys are doing, I've had people tell me that, well, look at that country. Look, I live in America. What's happening now and here? I don't care what William Howard Taft a hundred years ago did in this country or Woodrow Wilson. We're living today. What are you doing to run my country so that we are taken care of? That's what a leader does. Obviously, he doesn't. So you got all these 50 separate governments. He says, well, let the governors do it. The governors don't have the same power as the head of a nation. So even if the governors work at it, they can get buried with the cost. Let me quickly say, because I'll be babbling. Cheryl Carter, Facebook, good morning. Thank you. Lisa, good to hear from you again, as usual. Good morning. What about the $200 discount card he is sending out to senior citizens? Let me get back to that in a second, because there are so many things. Kyoko, good morning to everybody. Uh, I don't know if you're still, were you in France, in Paris, but, and then hello from Ronnie, Cynthia, the Trumps have threatened our lives already. Let me just tell you this, that a person who cares about only whether they eat and they live well and they have money, they threaten your lives by just taking all the time. You may not see it. So other than them actually issuing a threat, and if you look at Donald, he's trying to put that game face on. The man is not tough. In in polite language, we'll just call him a wuss, okay? I'd be happy to meet him anywhere at any time. I'm older than him. We can have it out if he wants to be so big and bad. We can go Brooklyn. I have no problem. In fact, I outrank him. I was born in Manhattan, the center of our city. He was just born in Queens, but Brooklyn and Queens are brother-sister boroughs. They were called Queens, and Brooklyn was, is Kings County, because that was the Kings County, and they called the other one for the Queen. So I'll be glad to meet that Queens County kid any place, anytime. Anyhow, so going on about what she said about the 200, Donald, who did nothing for the first two years except passed a tax bill, that him and the Republicans wanted a pass that gave these gigantic giveaways that added trillions to our debt to make the rich people happy. And everybody heard it when he got to Mar-a-Lago after the bill was done. He said, I just made you richer. Gee, nobody else listens to the news or reads it. He wants to tell them because he also raised, when he became president, he doubled the membership fee of belonging to Mar-a-Lago and probably all of his clubs. So he said, you pay me, but I'm going to reimburse you from our pocket. So anyway, this $200 card she's talking about, the $300 that the president, because he's, he doesn't know how to really work with the Senate and he's avoiding Nancy Pelosi because she outsmarts him whenever they've spoken. So he's staying away from her. He's staying away from her because she understands more about running a government than he does. And he, she makes him look like a fool anytime they talk. So he's big and bad, but he's avoiding an 80-year-old lady. Keep at it, Nancy. Anyway, he announced, because we're getting closer to election, he wants everybody to feel happy. I told you, he went down to Mar-a-Lago to collect another million dollars a day in his pocket, but he goes to these Hispanic forums... And he sits spread all over the table like this, okay, the big man, and he's there because he's reading in the papers or even Fox News that well, Joe Biden is not out enough, he's not going out and directly talking to Hispanics, I have tons of Hispanic friends, I respect people, my alter ego is part Hispanic or Latin, depending on which way you want to look at it. A lot of us have that in our culture. The Latin people are smart. They've been around a long time. If they are happy to get a visit from this man till he tells them that I'm going to tell you when to sit and eat when I take over, because then nobody can stop me. Because he's already said, why four? Why not 12 years? And then he made the statement the other week. He said the president is the president forever. He likes what they do with President Xi where he's the president forever. Vladimir Putin, who... The way he's changed the rules, because he's the guy who writes them, he's the president forever. Erdogan in Turkey is acting like an autocrat who's going to be there forever. So the man figures he's doing us a favor by blessing us with whatever he wants to give us. So what does he do? Puerto Rico was devastated. A couple of years ago, he did nothing. We all know about him playing basketball, throwing out the paper towels, and looking good in his little blazer jacket, and saying, oh, yeah, we're going to, yeah. Did nothing. Did nothing for them. Very, very little. And believe me, with the devastation they faced, it was time you could have rebuilt the island. If he wanted to talk about the debt, the man is not ignorant. The reason Puerto Rico, and I can tell you, because I ran tax departments, I did international business, Puerto Rico has some slightly different laws. They're not a state at the moment. So they're under a different version of our Internal Revenue Code, and to attract big companies many years ago. They started giving away these gigantic incentives. That's why they have a lot of debt. They didn't use that money to make all their people live better. I've been there. I've been around different parts of the island. They're wonderful people. They have fought and died in our military to help us protect our country. They have tons of Congressional Medal of Honor winners per capita more than most countries or states. So he now, in the last month or so, he said, well, we're giving $13 billion to restructure. So he pledges something. I can tell you that's like filling out a pledge card at your local church or synagogue, and then they have to run after you to get you to pay the money. So he's pledged $13 million to Puerto Rico. He wants to give this $200 card out. It's not coming out of his pocket. And every time the government sends a check, he wants his name on it, even though it's not supposed to be on there. He's giving away and saying anything. Another thing. He tried to do this Israeli peace deal. Nobody could do it. Now he's doing it. Jared accomplished something. You got the UAE and I forget the other country that's come in to sign with Israel. Well, Netanyahu is a criminal himself. I love Israel. I have supported it from the day it started, from the day I knew what it was. Uh, I am Jewish. I don't hide it. I've never gotten to go there, but I've done a lot of things to help support it. But the man who's there now is another criminal who's just interested in money in his pocket. He and his wife have done things that are just horrendous. So they've gotten together and they've put this where Israel's going to sign with the UAE and the red. Then he had this big show in Washington. That's not a true peace deal. Because if we get to read the things, I'm sure there are, well, if this happens and that happens, he's making a big show. It's the last minutes. He's got a date who is looking at him across the table and say, do I really want to go to bed with this guy? So he's trying to impress her by bringing the violinist over, giving her more drinks and champagne. Maybe it'll break down her will. That's what he's trying to do to all of us. The $300 that he sent out under uh, an executive order because he doesn't know how to get the Senate to work with the House and pass the next supplemental bill. The monies that have come out The state of Florida, I spoke about it, I believe, last week. There's X billions that got sent to Florida as part of the backing for this and some other things. But his little puppet, who's our governor right now, DeSantis, he couldn't because of our laws, and we're not giving that other hundred, because the president said, I'm going to give you 300 if you cough up 100. Okay? He didn't say it that way, but it comes out that way. We don't have that money because we've exhausted most of our rainy day funds. So what he said is we can't give it. He's not even giving the money that was sent here to the people for them to pay for their food and stuff. But he is converting those billions over into his budget so he looks better. They all play games with numbers, folks. you got to really read different sources, different papers. You see something somewhere? Find another place to confirm it. If you see it on Fox, look it up on CNN. See it on NBC, look it up on CBS. Just make sure that the reporting is accurate. People make mistakes, but I can tell you I've been around a long time. Most of the major stations are still legitimate. Even Fox every now and then takes the president to task because some of the senior reporters or senior people have been around long enough they still want to maintain their reputation. So, all kinds of great things happen. Little aside, if you want to laugh, because every now and then I need something to amuse me. In this modern world with all the technology and the broadband, over in Wales, uh, you can look it up, and it isn't Lake Wales in Florida, it's Wales, the <laughs> country. Anyway, Wales... For 18 months, every morning at around the same hour, I think it was 6 or 7 in the morning their time, people, their broadband would crash, and nobody could get on and do anything. And they were constantly checking their system, and everything's right, it's hooked up, blah, blah, blah. They couldn't figure it out, so they got in a group of people who are more, let's call them scientific detectives. And they were kind of walking around town with some equipment like you'd see in the old movies when they tried to triangulate a signal in the World War II spy movies. So they're walking around with sensitive equipment in this town. And finally, around that time in the morning, when the broadband went down, they caught a signal in one area where they were walking. Believe it or not, it was some person who at that time every morning was turning on a really old TV. And this old TV, because of the tubes and the way it works, it emits a lot of signals that actually disturb the broadband. So this one old TV was taking down this brand new great broadband for about an hour or so every morning. I think they all you know, blew the TV up, got the guy a brand new one. So I just found that kind of interesting. Old technology, screwing up new technology because new technology didn't count on somebody still having maybe a rotary dial phone that sent out crazy things when it clicks. I like amusement. It makes me keep from getting too angry. In the VA, I'm a veteran, and the Veterans Administration have been reporting that they've had a spike in their covid cases so when you hear that well it's over it's going to disappear i mean i've never seen a man who well let me do one better they talk about he doesn't believe in science and the rest of it and i think it was last week i made the point by i said the new transportation for donald is going to be that beautiful horse and i think horses are noble animals he'd be lucky to have one because the airplane he flies in is quite technical. One of the most technical pieces of equipment going around this planet. Well, the same thing also. We have the word science. A lot of our words come from the old Latin. Latin being a language that still around. It's people. I used to know a girl when I was younger who studied it for five years and was quite good at the language. But Latin is kind of a base language to a lot of what they call the romance languages out of Europe. The word science, if you look it up, basically stands for, if you boil it down to a simple formula, knowledge. So... Anybody like the Donald who doesn't believe in science and all this stuff, they should stay away from even plugging a coffee pot in. Because knowledge that we've accumulated and built these instruments and the things that help us do things, as I said, we'll put them on a horse and give them a couple of sandwiches and let them go across co- country on this horse. To me, it would make much more sense than listening to him because he knows better. He just likes to pull our chain so we're not watching what he's really doing. So science, easier translation from the old Latin, means knowledge. And if you believe in knowledge, you believe in science. So, social security. President put this thing out where he was going to defer the withholding of Social Security and Medicare from the beginning of September to the end of December, meaning everybody would have more money in their paycheck. But as reported, you've got to pay it back when you get into next year. It's just a deferral, so we have a little more money in our pocket, because he's worried that with all the people that are still out of work and can't meet their bills and are fighting about their rent and their landlords and their mortgages and their food... That it might explode too much. So he's doing all these things to try and put patches on an old inner tube. Social Security, he has stated that if he gets reelected, he's going to get rid of the payroll tax. That's wonderful. I am a senior citizen, I am very close to 80. I'm 78. I work at keeping young by keeping active but social security is a large part of what i live on and i can tell you there are 64 approximately 64 million people in this country that are on social security and again when you understand numbers that could be a husband and wife who are still together and maybe they're counting one of them because the other one isn't collecting it because they didn't work when they were younger but roughly, 64 million people are on Social Security. 40 million out of that 64 million, the Social Security is half or more of their income. So look at this. He gets reelected, and he decides who needs Social Security tax. Now he doesn't pay any by the way he plays with his books, but imagine. He wants to give another benefit to all these people who have lots of money and contribute more to this thing that keeps us from living on the streets in a lot of cases. When you hear people talking about it, that when will the Social Security Trust Fund run out of money? Well, it's been calculated by people who know what they're doing. I'm not bad at math, but these are people who are actuaries, they play with these numbers. And the people who do it all the time said, if he stops Social Security next year, by 2023, there'll be no money to send checks to anybody, new or old. Now imagine, half, 40 million people, it's more than half the money they live on. And I know people that I've met who, because of no fault of their own, are living on what they get from Social Security or whatever, Nobody's going to hire them. They're broken, they're decrepit, they might have the greatest brain in the world. But they live on this check that maybe pays their rent and maybe puts food in their mouth. This is what we're supposed to do as a kind country and caring about the people who gave of themselves to get us where we are. Did you see the Senate Republicans' report that claimed that Hunter Biden has sent funds to non-resident U.S. women who are citizens of Russia and Ukraine... Let me tell you, they're going to tell you that Hunter Biden is married to an elephant by the time we get to the election. They're going to tell you that Hunter Biden likes to sleep with snakes. Invent something, and you'll hear it. They, they, they've been, there are a lot of very knowledgeable people who have talked about it. I think the internet is great. I used to have to go to the library and it was only open certain hours. And as a kid, I knew I could go to a bigger library and maybe get more books and learn more about something I was interested in. or a technical library. I now carry on my hip something that 24-7 allows me to get information on almost anything. Forget secrets, but almost any knowledge that I want to study, read about, or understand. Do you know that if you're stuck in a wood somewhere and your phone battery isn't dead, that if you can get a signal, you might be able to forget about calling somebody. You might be able to call someone and say, you remember that moss grows on a certain side of the tree, so I can't see the sun, it's cloudy, and I know I should walk in that direction. This piece of technology that we have is phenomenal. It is helping the world grow, and as I said, people being on the internet is getting rid of a lot of the bias. Because people get on the internet, even years ago when I was working, older folks who knew their computers, not just the kids, and they got into these infinite war games. Some of them were retired military. And they got into these complicated... And they're playing with people all over the planet. They didn't say, oh, you're this, oh, you're that. And it's breaking down a lot of those barriers, whether we recognize it or not. But at the same time, it's allowing people, we used to call them yentas on the street, it's an old Yiddish term, washwomen who just say things, whether they're true or not, will make things up, a gossip. So what happens, you get people who do these things and they don't know what they're talking about. But when you do it on these social networks and people don't figure it out, Mark Zuckerberg could hire me. He doesn't have to pay me a lot. I will show him what he has to do to make sure his system is not clogged with shit and we don't need liquid plumber to clean it out. This is not rocket science. This is logic. So anyway, Cynthia C., Facebook, Trump and the GOP embezzled 30 trillion into offshore accounts. This should bother all Americans. It doesn't matter. The number is so gigantic. That's the other thing I've been telling people. They had that article that I talked about that you can look it up on the internet, in Forbes, I think, where they said in the first three years, Donald had revenues that people know about of $1.9 billion, nearly $2 billion of revenue in the first three years he was president in his companies. And I'm laughing because as I've told everybody, Cynthia, you're right, but the gas prices are coming down. Labor Day has passed. They raised it 15 or 20 cents. I've told anybody who's listening that one penny, one penny of additional cost on a gallon of gas is worth about $6 million a day because we use 600 million gallons a day on average. Everybody's not traveling. More of them are back on the road. So we we have federal agencies that used to monitor this. You think they're monitoring it every holiday when he add 15 or 20 cents a gallon uniformly when you'd see it in your neighborhood, and every gas station has the same price? All of that money is going into consulting companies who said, oh, yeah, you can raise that when they were eating dinner at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, this holiday, why don't you boost your price up? Count it for one week. They usually put it on on a Tuesday before a holiday weekend. I mean, they're telegraphing it. It's like playing poker with an idiot. But we're the idiot because we're not paying attention. All of this money is not going into his local companies. He's got foreign companies. So like every other greedy person, having these consulting fees that he's charging so you can't see him getting it directly goes into his offshore companies. So Cynthia, whatever the number is, it's big. I don't know what he's gonna do when the piggy bank collapses. Because he can't keep sucking the money out and wondering why the people aren't putting more money back in. He's not helping them go to work. I don't think he wants to run a labor camp because he looks down on us. He made that remark that woman who was with was Pence's assistant. She said, he she repeated that she heard the man say, the good thing about this COVID is I don't have to shake those disgusting hands he's supposed to be a germaphobe so he doesn't really like touching people unless it's groping the person he's interested in people wake up if you get a ballot you want to don't mail it in fill out your mail-in ballot take it down to the supervisor election wherever the hell you live find out where they are they have to accept it from you Don't worry about whether you put it in the right envelope, the wrong envelope. They ask you for ID. You're bringing your own ballot in. There are so many ways of voting. But when early voting starts, get on the damn line, pack a sandwich, pack a drink, whatever you need. I'm sure everybody in line, because they're all there for the same reason, will hold your place. And you can say, can I get you a cup of coffee while I'm gone? And they will. The machine breaks because they don't want people voting in a certain district. Scream loud. Call the emergency. Call your local Democratic or Republican bureau. Tell them the machine's no good. If it isn't working in your township, usually, and again, NBC has it. It's NBC Vote or something. Just look it up on the NBC website. Tells you all the rules. But you can also Google And find out, if you live in a city or a village or a town, it's usually within a county. The supervisor of elections, and nothing's absolute, is usually for a county. Now, don't get me wrong, a big city might have their own. But the supervisor of elections throughout the country is generally county by county. So if you find out where they are, if they're not that far from you, take a picnic lunch, pack it. Take a ride over to the supervisor's office, put your damn ballot in there, or hold onto it till election day comes. Go up there and don't vote, hand it in. Say here's my ballot. At least you've handed it in. You know it didn't get stuck in the post office on purpose. So yeah, Trump's taken a lot of money out that you won't even see unless you audit the books. As I said. The Veterans Administration budget is $200 billion a year. Those three men are running it. They've altered all the contracts. I've seen the changes. They've built fences around properties that nobody's trying to get into. We're not being attacked. We have a VA center here in Lake Baldwin in the middle of Winter Park, a great great town in the middle of metropolitan Orlando, as I refer to it. We didn't need to put a fence, but every contract that he gives out, he gets money from. And as I said, from $200 billion a year, I can tell you they'll get at least 1% of it all. That's $2 billion. That'll be going into offshore accounts, because they'll have a consulting company that told them, yeah, you should put a fence here for security. And he's hiring temporary people, covid is a blessing to him. He's got people checking our temperature, checking our ID. How many people were trying to run into a VA clinic? What are they gonna get? The drugs in there are not exactly what they could sell on the street all the time. Everything to him is an opportunity to make more money. So whether it's 30 trillion or 30 billion or 30 million, It's our money. He's redirecting it. And we have to go out and vote. Do not be lazy. And if you know someone who can't walk that well or doesn't have transportation, talk to your friends. We are in a war. The battles are going to be fought on your local streets. If you can get the people who live around you, the kind people that you wave to in the morning and maybe you talk to, You say, ah, they're a little daft, but I, I guess they had fun when they were younger, they're older, they're demented, whatever. If they're a voter, ask them if they're registered. Ask them if they need help getting to the poll. Take them. There's another Yiddish term called a mitzvah. That's called a blessing. Every time you take someone or help them, whether as a Boy Scout to cross the street if they need help or to take them to the poll, I can tell you You can pat yourself on the back. You're doing a mitzvah. So anyway, Social Security. He will screw us all up. You'll see foreclosures like crazy if people can't pay their rent and other things. So he's not helping anyone. The Space Force. He had to set up a new part of our military. And he's the guy who complained, all that military, they're doing things to work with the defense industry. Look, he bragged that he increased our military budget. He goes to these military contractors. He's doing it. A man like him who projects, he's telling you what he does when he's accusing someone else of doing it. So the Space Force, I'm sure that one of Ivanka Trump's companies designed a uniform. I'm sure they had the uniforms manufactured where they had to get a consulting fee for making sure they looked good and had the right stuff on it. And they provided the material marked up after they bought it cheaply from their other companies. I mean, it is so easy to steal when you know how to play this game and you don't care about other people. So the Space Force, they just announced that they're gonna have their first base for deployment outside of the country. You know, we have units of marines who are stationed here at embassies or air force bases or uh, an army base outside the country. We have naval contingents that are all around the world. So the Space Force that he created, their first new base, guess where it's going to be? Qatar, Qatar, depending how you like pronouncing it, in the middle of the Middle East, where he has all these friends who are interacting with him. Remember, the first foreign country he went to when he got elected, besides inviting the Russians in the first day or week into the Oval Office with no one else there, he went to Saudi Arabia. So, he puts the Space Force, what kind of deal did he sign that he's going to put a base there? Now, we would have done this at some point, but when he does it, it means he's going to get reimburse something out of doing it and hey this is the middle east where this is one of the countries that he's having signed this new compact with israel if people don't understand that you're being snowed under then grab a blanket because you're going to be real cold soon anyway people keep talking about what biden should do and the rest of it you know what? I hope that Biden. I hope that Biden just looks at this man and tells him what a stupid fat pig he is. Get down to street level with this man, because he doesn't really care. So, if you have any questions you'd like him to ask, I don't know Joe Biden directly. I suggest you send them in as the suggestions to the Democratic Party. But you know what? Joe has been around enough years that I am sure. He will handle Donald. Watch it. If Donald gets out of line, I would not be shocked that Joe looks at him sternly and maybe says something that we'll say is, oh, did he really say that? Well, yeah, I would say that when I face a guy who doesn't give a crap about humanity. So anyway, by the way, TikTok, which Donald Trump put himself in the middle, was trying to figure out how does he get a bonus. Well, he figured it out. TikTok, if the deal goes through, they're going to put $5 billion into a fund so we will have an education fund to spend. Donald just signed another executive order on this 1776 commemoration thing where he's going to make sure we train our children. That's what Hitler did. He said, Give me those children, let me tell them what they should think. That's what he's looking to do. It's sad. But with Betsy DeVos running our education department, you talk to some of these youngsters and see what they think. They've been taught that Donald Trump will handle it. And I'm not joking. I've heard it from some youngsters. We have very little time left. Again, you can find me, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram, at AE, the word equals, MC, and a word squared. You can find me on Spotify and all the other places that I keep forgetting exist, Stitcher, and, of course, Culture Radio. If you want to send me an email, you can find me at AE, the word equals, MC, SQ, at gmail.com. So you can find me out there i'm not hiding from anybody and by the way i was going to talk about i'll wait till next week about automated trucks and the rest of it what they're working on and this deals with mitch mcconnell's wife uh miss chow who's the head of the transportation department okay she's working on deals where if we're going to have automated cars they're going to be coming out of china And we have lots of independent business people who own their own rig, work their butt off to make their money. They may live well, but they earn it. And they're truckers.